time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au. We'll tell you more about them shortly. And we are here live together in the flesh uh, at the QT Hotel in Sydney. Uh, thanks to Samsung, who uh, uh, have tonight uh, had the Australian launch for the um, Samsung Galaxy Tab S. We'll tell you about that shortly. Stephen Fennick joining me each and every week from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. Good to be with you here at the QT. We are staying in separate On the rooms. QT. Yes, we are staying in separate rooms, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we're not sharing. We're not bunking together. But um, you, have nice your, of, uh, you, you have arranged your you have arranged your buffet. Uh, yes, beautiful. I have. Yes, <laughs> I have. It's the Australian debut of the Galaxy Tab S. I saw it in New York a couple of weeks ago, but good to actually have one in our hands. We've actually got a, a, a tablet each for the night. So that's one hot a little tablet number. for the night. I mean, it's just that's one hot little number we and can uh, keep take to our room uh, there, Trevor. Another uh, another insight into the world of uh, tech uh, reporting and reviews is the fact that um, Samsung felt. We'll jump right into it here. Samsung felt that the best way to experience the tablet was not to just you know have a look at it before dinner and you know talk about it. it was to take one uh, and sit in your hotel room and use it like you would your own device yeah, yeah, right. f- for an evening uh, because these are engineering samples. We can't take them away and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it is, it's actually quite a good experience because you, you realise that you get to feel a little bit more about it. That's my Galaxy Tab there <laughs> tweeting or beeping because I've got an email. Um, look, it is a, it's, it's, it's a very light device. It is, um, yeah. It's very thin, very thin and the screen is stunning. I mean, that's I the big thing about it. My suggestion was to demonstrate how thin it was for rather than giving, the, giving us the tablets at dinner, they could have slid them under the door. I think Arno was thinking, mate, well, let's have another gonna, device. Let's have another event. Yeah. Uh, and they'll, 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 they'll be... have a lifestyle event, yes. and that's what they'll do. Okay, they'll, go back to your rooms, and then you expect that it'll be slid under the door. So, look, what I take away from this is three things. Um, price, uh, we're looking at an 8-inch version for 479 a 10.5-inch version for 599 Screen is stunning. You won't see a tablet with a more stunning screen than this. Anyone who's ever seen the Galaxy S5, and let's face it, there's a lot of you out there that have, uh, imagine that screen, but uh, over 10.5 inches. Uh, and then... Oh, there was one thing that I heard tonight that I just went, wow, that's very cool. User accounts. You can set up up to eight mm-hmm. user accounts on this so that there can be a Trevor account, an Amanda account, yeah. a Jackson, a Harrison, a Victoria account, and the, the user experience, the app layout, all that kind of stuff is customized. That's a big, for me, I well, think that's a great feature. What Samsung have done, they've done their homework. And the the main bit of homework they did was the fact that these are viewing devices. We consume oh, content. Yeah. That's why this screen is so dazzling because you want to experience the content in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other bit of homework they did was that the tablet is a device mainly used at home, uh, shared by many members of the family, and hence the reason why that feature was included as well. So Samsung aren't just sort of going on the speeds and feeds and, and resolution uh, road. They are looking at it and, get, and including relevant features that would just give users one extra reason to think, well, you know what, I'm going to give that a go. And uh, yeah. they're, they're in the Samsung ecosystem then. 
I, I was having some conversations with people tonight around the dinner table looking at this going, I think the interesting thing about the tablet market is, I look at my family, we're super tech savvy, mm-hmm. but we don't have anything newer than an iPad 2. We've got multiple iPads in a Very home. humble, the long house. No, yeah, very humble. We've got multiple bloody iPads. <laughs> um, but none of them are newer than an iPad 2 yeah. because that still serves a purpose, right? Yeah. So we've reached this point in the tablet market where people who want a tablet have got a tablet. So they're now needing to crack the next level, which is people who... Who are buying their second Need tablet a tablet or, or, or people who haven't got one and they need yeah. to convince them yeah. or who are now up, at the point of perhaps upgrading. So yeah, it's a really right. interesting time over the next six to 12 uh, months because Apple will have the same problem. Apple needs to convince people to, to get another iPad. Yeah. So it's a really well, interesting time. It's interesting that the timing, it, 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 you know, with both with the Galaxy S5 and now the Galaxy Tab S, Samsung have got in in the first half of the year. So they're kind of making hay while yep. the sun shines before there is a, an Apple product to compete against. Uh, and you're right, it, it, the, the, the tablet is now old enough. It's like four years ago the iPad was released. So there are people that have maybe have invested in iPad 1 and are thinking, well, you know what, I need a new one. Yeah. They might have handed that off to the kids or friend or whatever. Yep. And you're right, it is, it is that time where it's long enough into the life cycle for, for, of the product to say, well, there are people now looking to buy their second tablet they're, they're yeah. to replace the one they bought a couple yeah. of years ago. And I explained it to a couple of people from Samsung and said, the good thing is they've got the experience here because they sell TVs that people churn every five to seven years. That, that's interesting. And that, that yeah. will be a similar similar life cycle well, for, for tablets. I was so. chatting with Arno Lenoir, who's the, the chief marketing officer for Samsung Australia. Um, he was he mentioned at the before dinner the internet of things and how people have been talking about it. You know, Apple, all these other companies have been talking about the internet of things. But Samsung are actually doing it. They've got... No other company had makes TVs, mm. washing machines, tablets, smartphones. All they've got no, this I, ecosystem happening. I think the fact is, no other company ships more connected well, devices. Well, LG similar story, but Samsung but they don't have the market share. The market the share of TVs, the afterglow effect just from the TVs, as we're already seeing, they're leading the smartphone market as well. And with this device, I think it's gonna people are gonna really it brings it into the same ballpark mm. as the iPad Air. So previously iPad, I think, was runaway leader in the market. I think this is the sort of device that can really bring Apple back to the field. Having said that, though, Apple haven't made their move yet. It's it's Apple's move now. We've seen the Galaxy Tab S. What Apple's going to do in a few months' time, we don't know. They're obviously not going to sit still. They're going to produce a a pretty spectacular product. What it is, we don't know yet. Look, bottom line, um, available uh, July 14, uh, pre-orders on a a Samsung website, July July 7th. Uh, I think this is a great product to go and have a look at because the screen will blow your mind. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Well, it was, uh, was only a couple of weeks ago a story broke of a young woman who unfortunately was electrocuted mm. and they found that the cause of that tragedy was that she bought a charger, a non-compliant charger, uh, a cheap import perhaps, mm. yeah. and it's resulted in the, in this... Huge awareness now of of charges and and the need to buy a charger that actually complies with Australia's very high standards. Mm. Uh, of of this has been radio fodder for you and I for the last couple of weeks. We've spoken on the radio a fair bit about this. Uh, it doesn't pay to skimp a few bucks on a charger. Uh, my line with that is that that skimping could be a fatal mistake. Yeah. Look, the the analogy I've tried to use is. We're talking predominantly here about devices and things that are bought at markets, market stalls. 
Now, when I was a kid, I remember going to big markets and buying bloody Air Jordan uh, shirts and stuff. And you think, oh, how good's this T-shirt? It's got you know Michael Jordan on it. Uh, and as a kid, you, you think it looks great. After a couple of months, it's faded. The stitching's yeah, coming yeah. apart because it's not a Nike product. It doesn't meet their, their standards for materials, uh, for printing, for stitching, and they're not getting the revenue out of it either. And that's okay for a T-shirt. Life goes on, mate, yeah. you know. But when you are skimping cash and you're buying a 5 or $10 charger, right? Now, let's be clear here. You're plugging this into the wall. Electricity is flowing through this mm-hmm. into your devices. Now, it can and probably is harming devices. We hear a lot. There's a lot of stories that have gone around about phones exploding and all this kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. It, it always falls on the manufacturer. It always sounds like it's an iPhone that exploded or it's a mm-hmm. Samsung. It's, it's actually, it's a crappy charger, right? Yeah. The tragedy here is that happened to this woman while she was on the phone. Yeah. Uh, and it's a stark reminder that this is an area where you shouldn't cut corners. If Absolutely. you need another charger, go and get one. Apple sells it for 25 bucks, mm-hmm. 20 bucks Bill for a cable. There's a lot of companies that sell them. Um, yeah. there, there's, there's great chargers out there. Please don't waste. Um, mm-hmm. Say, try and save money in this area. Look at the devices, and the, the the worst part is little pink ones, little yellow ones, little blue ones, because I think <laughs> the kids will like them. Well, right? The, the worst they're offenders cheap. are the markets. So you go to Paddy's Markets or those little kiosks and shopping centres. They're cheap Chinese imports. Where there's there's I was talking to someone about this today. It's not a regulated industry. No. Like p- companies can import charges, but there's no one at the gate checking them all. No. So that that falls mm-hmm. down to the customer. And I, on Tech Guide, I published a story with the symbols you should look for yes. uh, on the charger to say that it meets with Australian standards. It's basically a tick. They call it the C tick, and it's it's in a circle or inside a triangle or a circle inside a triangle. So look for those symbols. They should be located where the prongs are, so the, the, where the metal parts go into the mm. PowerPoint. Uh, that's where they should be located. If your charger does not have that, Best advice is to bend the prongs together so it cannot be used and to throw it out. Yeah. It's not worth risking it. You don't want to risk any members of your family or yourself for a charger that is $10 cheaper than the legit yeah. version. And the last thing I'd say is, um, interestingly, and you make a very valid point about the regulation and the restrictions that, that may or may not be in place in market stores. Uh, when I went into TUE on the weekend, my producer, Cara, was worried about this and she showed me a package for a small cable she'd got mm-hmm. at a major Australian retailer was $2, mm-hmm. $2 for an iPhone cable that was five centimetres in length, right? Just yeah. a little dongle thing. And, I, and she said, is this safe? And I said, look, it's cheap. And I don't know that it's 100% not safe or safe. But I tell you, the only thing that you've got kind of to, to fall back on is if there's a problem with that thing, it can be recalled. Officeworks will have to pull it from the shelves yeah. and there'll be a, a bulletin put out. Yeah. That doesn't happen with the markets. Exactly so right. It's it's a reason all, to buy all the little kiosks. I think the the woman who was killed on the central coast bought it from a little kiosk in a shopping centre. Yeah. I think in Campsie. Yes, that's right. So it's you know it's not just Paddy's markets. It's look carefully at what you're buying and for God's sake, spend a cup a bit more. Get the get an Apple charger, Belkin charger, get the Samsung charger, the real deal. Even if you if you think it's a it's a beat up and and it's not going to you know take your life it could it could ruin a thousand dollar device it could, right? could also burn your house down yeah. if it's if it's not a legit charger so um steven's got a comprehensive story on that at techguide.com.au now the other one that was a big topic this week uh was facebook now i find this to be quite whimsical really so the the story here is that facebook conducted research among their users millions and millions of users. They picked 700,000 people 
and they manipulated their newsfeed. Now, your newsfeed is always manipulated. What you get there is based on a whole bunch of algorithms. But what they did as a part of an academic research study was give you more positive or more negative stories. So one cent, excuse me, one sample of people, they gave them a lot of... So if there was 20 people in their lives and, and 10 of them were saying positive things, 10 of them were saying negative, they'd push all the positive things to this person. Yeah. And for another sample, if there was people with negative things, they'd give you more of the negative than the positive. And what they found was, and their research was to find, if you get a lot of positive messages in your Facebook feed, you're likely to post positive things. Well, that's, that's, if you that's get, breakthrough yeah, research. No shit, Sherlock. Yes. If you, if Thanks, you get a lot of negative messages in yeah. your Facebook feed you'll post negative comments. Now, it is actually a really interesting social experiment because, you know, uh, are you more willing to say negative things about your life if others are sharing negative things? And I think they've proven that you are. Problem is... They didn't tell the 700,000 people <laughs> Hello, that's a bit that of they issue. were manipulating their yeah, news feed. Think, now, that, so this is all kinds of creepy for me. <laughs> that Facebook is the fact that they've even thought that they need to do this experiment. And let's just face it, the results weren't going to be that surprising, were no. they? If you're going to see positive but things, that's of course you're going to post that's, it. That's academics. You know, people and, want, to, want to justify something with a the, study. The other creepy thing for me is that you and I could have been a part of this and not known. Yeah, were you a part of it? All my life. How would you know? All my negative messages I've been sending yeah, over the last few weeks. All my positive things I've been putting out in the world, that might have been used <laughs> for Facebook. I'm not sure. But I think this, though, is while their, their, their intentions were probably to, to further improve the, the, the platform. Yeah. It, I think it's a little bit damaging to Facebook. It's damaging. It's it's very it's very Big Brother esque. Like well, it, it's it's them trying to manipulate how you feel. That this, that is creepy to me. If this was some little startup, they'd be gone. They'd be mm. they'd be finished. They'd be crushed. Yeah. The problem is for companies, and I've seen this with individuals, personalities who have made huge gaffes in their life, but they are such big personalities, big stars. You can't actually harm them you can damage them for a bit mm. but they'll bounce back and that's what happens here with facebook mm. that's what happens with a company of this scale is they just basically brush it off people mm. rely on facebook so much that they're not going to not use they're it they're going to stop using it no you're so, right you're right but i think a, but, but they will have learned from it no doubt yeah i think if they had of right put it this way if they had have said right do you want to sign up for our our experiment i would have signed up everyone would have gone hey count me in i'm in and the narcs would have gone, oh, my said, God, oh, they're yeah, doing well, this. At least, at least it would have been transparent. Correct. It would have been upfront. Correct. I think the experiment they did at the end of the day was probably harmless. But the fact that it was hidden and, and secretive, that's what, what's, what's making people angry. Not the fact that they did it. No. If they had been upfront about it and said, right, this is what we want to do. You want to get involved? Sign up here. Yeah. And there would have been, I would have ticked the box and done that. It's hilarious. My positivity would have shone through. Some of their best work, Facebook, honestly. So, uh if, you, uh, if you're worried you got involved, nothing you can do about it now because yeah. it's finished. Too uh, late, baby. If you want to read the study, I don't know, search for it online. You'll find the academic <laughs> research. If you're that bored and you want to read ac- academic research, good luck in your life. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fay. And we do it all each and every week thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And uh, one thing that your home may be doing without but was worth looking at is a Netgear Ready NAS. So this is a personal storage solution because your data is both personal and precious from finance to photos. Make sure it's protected and accessible with a Ready NAS for your home network. So you can store your data and media content on your own little private cloud access and share the stuff from anywhere easily with uh, any device in your home or remotely. 
So then you can smile, not having to worry anymore about your personal and important files. It's a, it's a personal cloud and it's accessible on all your devices. That's the great thing about a, a NAS solution, network attached storage, and the ready NAS from Netgear. Check it out at netgear.com.au. So it is a fair, fairly reasonable uh, week for news, actually. Uh, Google had their I.O., their developers conference, which is, I guess, similar to Apple's Worldwide Developers yeah. Conference, if you're looking for an analogy and you follow Apple a fair bit. The Google I.O., unsurprisingly, revealed um, working versions of the Android Wear platform. Now, Android Wear is a smartwatch platform that um, Samsung, LG, and Motorola are all now into. So Samsung have got their Galaxy Gear, or the Ga- Gear 2, sorry, they've, yeah. they've dropped the Galaxy name, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got the Gear Neo. Uh, LG have always been rumored to be coming out with this. So what this is, is it's basically a mini Android operating system. Again, it still pairs with your phone and everything, but it's a, it's a single ecosystem for smartwatches as opposed to yeah, Samsung developing products. theirs. And so it's yeah. across, across devices. There's, there's three launches, I said. LG ha- have a squarish looking one. Samsung's Gear looks very similar to the, the old Gear, actually, not mm-hmm. the new one. Motorola, though. Smashed it out of the yeah, ballpark nice with the Moto circular. 360 yeah. available later in the year, so that's a bit of a drama. But it is gorgeous, it mate. Is, it's great. a full circle, and apart from the bottom of the screen where it, where the, where the kind of connections are, the Motorola has this fully round. You don't see round LCD displays, and so that's why I think it's quite appealing. So they've done a good job, I think, Motorola, and they've definitely received the most kind of plaudits for their, for their work. Absolutely, yeah. They've had plenty of accolades for... It, it actually looks like a watch. Yeah. It looks like a real watch. or the, That round face, it's actually a digital screen, which mm-hmm. is incredible in itself. But uh, it just goes to show that um, Google is really setting themselves up here for the wearable market. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the elephant in the room is the iWatch that everyone's expecting. Yeah. And I'm sure Apple has kind of showed their cards a little bit at WWDC with the health card and all those health apps that they're looking at. And... Whether they have iOS on the iWatch is, is yet to be seen. But I think Google uh, arming themselves with this new iOS so that they're at least taking a lead in the market. We've already seen product in the market already. The G Watch from LG will be out in the coming weeks. Moto later in the year. Samsung will probably update their devices as well. Mm. What I like about it, though, is that, and I know this on the LG Watch, is that it pairs to any Android phone. Correct. It doesn't have to be an LG phone, that, whereas Samsung has to go to Samsung. I love the Gear 2. Yeah. Love it. Wearing it tonight only because I've gone back to the Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. And because you're at a Samsung event, too. I'm not stupid, am I? <laughs> and when I move, You've got I to le- gadget up. Hey, listen. <laughs> I learned from the best, my friend. Absolutely. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> when I go away from the Samsung phone, though, that Gear, gear yeah. 2 watch is useless to me. Uh, yeah, and true, I love true. it. Yeah. I love it. Well, Sitting at dinner with your phone in your pocket, looking at your watch to do yeah. stuff is great. Although, still, a real social change has to occur because looking at your watch is a faux pas. Yeah, like We've you talked about this before. You're, you're bored and people you think, go oh, home, you're yeah. bored. I'm you sitting next to time. wonderful people to talk to. Yes. And they're thinking, oh, we're bored. Luckily, they're all Samsung people. Luckily, they knew I was looking at my watch. For... Luckily, they were looking at their watch when they were talking to you too. Well, that's, but that was, that, <laughs> they didn't have a smart watches. But, it, but I think with, with Google, I think that sort of the, the Android where 
and it being able to pair with any Android device, I think that's very much a Google decision. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to alienate any Android users. They want as many Android users as possible. So yeah. I really, really like that feature and look forward to testing it out, actually, uh, among all the different smart what, smartphones that link yep. up. It's got to be Android 4.3 and above, yeah. uh, which is basically nearly every... Yeah, every if you're buying a now. bloody smartwatch, you've got to yeah. load a smartphone. Let's yeah, look absolutely on. right. But uh, no, looking forward to seeing that. Uh, no concrete date set yet. Nothing uh, in, in concrete. No uh, set date for that, but we're looking forward to yeah, it in the it next be nice. few and weeks. Stephen has a couple of yarns at techguide.com.au covering uh, all the watches from all the companies. Check it out at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we've, uh, we've, we differ in opinion on this next story, Trevor, and uh, it's... Uh, I won't I'm lie, gonna, I've come close to you, but we differ in some I'm, I'm going to mention uh, this interesting piece of research that was came out from Telsite earlier this week. And um, look, I think you felt this vibe uh, among your talkback listeners, and I have as well, and, and a lot of your friends possibly yeah. as well. There is a bit of a groundswell of people moving away from the iPhone. There's, there's mm. people who are thinking they're attracted to that, that super AMOLED larger screen, uh, the Galaxy S5, the marketing's getting to them, yep. and a lot of them are making the change. Oh, yeah. But the uh, And one of the reasons they're moving away is the fact that, uh, that Samsung and these other Android devices offer a larger display. Now, there was interesting research from Telsite to say that there's a lot of users who are looking to buy an Android device. 20% of those people, 10% of those people are coming from an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons they cite is that the screen is too small. Now, Telsite, uh, in their research, they're saying that Apple's rumoured larger screen devices, and the rumours are they're going to produce a 4.7-inch and a 5.5-inch. The rumours are <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> Telsite are saying that Apple can dramatically increase their market share if they do go down that road. Oh, now, I mean, no, we, we, mentioned the, we mentioned this word in the past, the phablet word. Okay, oh, Now, plenty me. of other companies have tried the phablet, the, the, the phone tablet. The only one that's out there still is the Galaxy Note. The Galaxy Note, well, there's the Sony Z Ultra sort of out there on the fringe. But Telsite is saying that Apple will not only increase its market share in the in the smartphone space, but it will actually energize the phablet space. Mm. Now, as we as I've all, always said in the past, there's a lot of customers out there who nothing's official until Apple does it, right. and Apple has the power to ignite this segment. If they do go down this rumored path, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And the research also says that there's a lot of people who are thinking of moving away or even Android users who are going to look to buy another Android device would turn around and come back to Apple yeah. if they did produce a larger screen. Trevor, your thoughts on this? I know you don't agree with me. You've documented all that beautifully at techguide.com.au. I'm prepared to say on the record here on episode... I don't even know what number it is. 166. 166. I'm prepared to say that I was, I was wrong that they won't go larger, Right. I've always said they won't go larger. Well, hang on. I I'm not be like Fonzie. I'm a mate, r- 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 you can't say I'm, it. I'm, a r- 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 <laughs> I'm not wrong until they do it, right? Yeah, so I let's understand. be clear. I'm coming out. I'm, I'm deciding earlier. They right? could shock the world and stay at four inches. You never know. They could, right? And they will. They'll always have the five S and the five C will oh, still be available, right? Yeah. I'm convinced now that, and you know what convinced me? The Moto X. Using the Moto X for a while made me realise you can have a slightly bigger phone and still feel comfortable. Yep. Galaxy S5, HTC One, still far too big. Yeah. Galaxy S5 and HTC One are five-inch devices, right? Mm-hmm. The Galaxy Note is 5.5 inches. Yep. That's its phablet. Apple will never make a phablet. Apple will here, most folks. likely create something that's 4.7 
yeah. odd inches. It will be it will be slightly bigger, but it mm. will not be as big as yeah. the Galaxy S5 either. I think we're going to see, mate. And and look, Apple Apple is a very uh, consistent company when it comes to positioning their products, naming their products. Now we've seen the iPad Air. The rumor is that there's maybe a bigger iPad, which could be the iPad Pro. I'm just putting that out there. Mm. Won't Four, happen. The 4.7 iPhone oh, might be the iPhone Air. might be the iPhone Pro. This is, see how that symmetry of all their product lines. That that to me makes sense. You know what this is? This is people with too much time on their hands thinking <laughs> what are you far saying? too. I'm thinking you got to you got to do some more writing, no, mate. No, I, no, I've done people of are writing. pining for your work. I've done Stop dreaming writing. about Apple and write no. more bloody articles. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Right, I was on the radio with uh, Chris Smith on Two GB a couple of weeks ago, and the first four, three or four callers were people saying because Chris Smith has recently moved from an iPhone to yep. a Samsung. Yep. The first three or four callers were people who'd done exactly the same thing. Yeah, no, I get it. And they were thinking, you know what? It's too small. I want something bigger. I want something different, and that's the reason they've moved away. Now, if Apple can't see that writing on the wall and realise they need to do something here, they're going to lose more customers. Simple as that. People will get a 4.7 inch iPhone because it's bigger. Yeah. It's not as big as a Galaxy S5, but they'll still be happy because it's bigger. Yeah. That's so. That's you what... would, if there was a 5.5 inch iPhone, would you use it? No. Would 5.5 inch. Use mate. a 4.7. I'd use a 4.7. If I had the I would, choice, you know what? I I'd go big or go home. I'd go the 5.5. I would not even use a 5-inch iPhone. No, I would go, opt for I'd the iPhone 5S before I'd use a, a Samsung Galaxy S5-sized iPhone. There you go. Okay. It's too big. Interesting. Mate, it's too big. Interesting. 4.7 is the middle ground, and that's where Apple will go. Fair enough. You heard it here. Thanks for listening. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now... I um we, we've both been using the Logitech Case Plus range of uh, of mounts and products since December they launched here. Australia and New Zealand were the were the dummy markets for that product. It didn't launch in America until just now. I, I find that very interesting. But um, we are the guinea pigs. We are the guinea pigs. I I bought two of the car mounts for each of our cars. Bought um, them? Did you? Or? No, I did. Okay. I, I <laughs> thanks for the thanks for that. Good I idea. bought one for my mother in law because okay, I thought yeah. it was such oh, a great okay, mount. Right um, but no, I did. I went to Dick Smith and I everything. Believe you, I believe you. I yeah. think I, it's, I, I, it's an outrage. I but bought mine as well. Yeah, no, oh, some of your best. So it was about sixty dollars, as I recall. Anyway, um, the the problem is uh, having your phone on the windscreen. I'm not a fan of it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. And mate, I've been using this new thing that the Logitech Plus trip for about a week now. It's outstanding. What it is, is a small disc about the size of a 50 cent piece. And on the back of it, and it's a magnet, on the back of it is a little kind of peg situation which you slide onto your air conditioning vents. And you've got your Case Plus um, uh, cover for your iPhone or you've got the little two little metal stickers come in this packaging. Whack one of them on your Samsung or on your iPhone yeah. and your phone magnetically mounts to your air conditioning it's vent. It's a genius. It's, it's, it's at the right level, like it's a great level. Yeah. And my big hot tip here is it's 30 bucks. Yeah. You don't need the case plus. You could just run just with the trip it on the back plus of your phone, yeah. and stick the stick sticker the on the back of your phone. It is brilliant. Now, I'm a big fan of the Logitech case plus. In fact, I've got it on my iPhone right here, as you can see, yep, Trevor. Yep. Uh, but I, I like the other the previous add-ons where there's a battery, energy, energy plus. There's the plus uh, yeah the battery. There's also the, the the mount which you've already got, and there's also the uh, tilt. The, the tilt, which is a little little a little, stand, little kickstand. Yeah. Uh, but what I like about this one is that you're right. It's small. It's cheap. It's, and it puts the phone at a like off the windscreen, so it's, it's not distracting level. you. Mm. Uh, and if you're touching it, and you get you know when you when you're not supposed to be touching it, you can at least get away with it if it's a bit lower in the car. But you know, we it's legal to touch a phone when it's in a mount. Uh, 
but when you're using for GPS and audio, is that right? You can't be how, typing how, out a text message or anything. How's a cop going to know that? I understand. But you know, you can have that argument when next time you're pulled over. <laughs> but anyway, the other product... What happens in Vegas, to... Stephen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you secret safe with me, mate. But uh, moving on, the uh, Logitech has the uh, another little... And this interests me greatly, this one. This is the mm. Plus Wallet. Because... I've never been able to find a case that allows you to... There's lots of them out there. There's a lot of wallets out there, but they're bulky. You've got to open up the lid, and it's, it's, it's a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, yeah. I like the Plus Wallet because it sticks on the back. Uh, you can just slide your cards in there when you need it, yeah. so you don't have to take your wallet with you sometimes. You've got the choice of taking your yeah, wallet that's, with that's you or thing. not. With, with, the, with most of the credit card cases, that's mm. your case. That's it. With this... You're you, stuck with it. It's like the Plus Energy, right? I love the Plus Energy because yeah. it's not a big Mophie juice pack. You just plug it in when you need it, you soup it up, and then you rip it off again. And then you're off. So, so you're not stuck with it. Logitech Case Plus um, range of products expanded now with the Plus Wallet, the Plus Trip. Um, check it out at techguide.com.au, and I've got photos of the Plus Trip in uh, one of the cars I'm reviewing at uh, eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, well... As we wrap it up here in these uh, palatial, very funky, kind of weird surrounds, there's some sort of dead animal on my bed. Just quietly, mate. Uh, my room's a lot bigger than yours. They gave me a suite. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a three-bedroom suite. Listen, what do you get? I'm not sure what... I don't know who's coming around to your place, but I'm here on my own, so I don't need anything bigger than this. No, this, is, this is luxury. I'm on my ace as well, don't worry. I, I'm, 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 I've, got, I've got this red-hot number, this uh, Samsung Galaxy. Yeah, yes. I don't want to invite you in, but um, the bath... I don't know how you'd fit one person in the bath, let alone any more, yeah. but anyway. Okay. Moving right. Long. We're here for your minute reviews here yes. at the end of the podcast each and every week, and you're going to kick it off with an absolute crackerjack smartphone from Little, Huawei. Yes, it is. The Huawei Ascend G6. Now, I heard you mention a moment ago that those big screen phones don't interest you. They don't. This is a really good size screen. This is a 4.5-inch screen. Winning. Not much bigger than the iPhone, and yet it's got a half an inch screen bigger. Now, this is a device that I've described as a budget phone. This mm. is a $329 phone yeah. that punches above its weight. It's a, a really a big nice device. Right yep. Absolutely. I think it's running Android. It's got its own Emotion UI that lets you choose whether you want the simple layout or the traditional uh, app layout. Uh, it's also got a really handy camera. It's got 4G connectivity as well. Uh, but the camera is, uh, is really interesting, especially the front-facing camera. I know you're a fan of the selfie, trip. Massive. The, uh, the front-facing camera is 5 megapixels. But not just that. It's got a face auto-face enhancement. Oh, so you can actually, don't I need that? You can help yourself looking, look your best before you share your photos. On top of that, though, a lot of people take selfies. But wait, there's more. A lot of people take selfies in, you know, with large groups of people in front of a, a landmark or some tourist attraction. This has got an 88-degree wide screen. What? So you can fit in a lot in your photo. Not only that, it even tells you where to look when you're taking your selfie. Because a now, lot, this a lot is of people great. make the mistake of looking at themselves on the screen. This is very, very good. And this is great for kids, too. Because I do yes. that. Most, I don't take selfies myself, but with my kids. Yep. And so what it does, just to explain to people, sorry to interrupt your minute reviews, is that it, it takes your kind of the middle of the photo, your face, and it puts it up in the corner where, the, where that where actual the lens is. is. Right. So you're more inclined to look up there. It's a very Absolutely. smart thing to draw your eye to the right yeah, place. And the picture quality is not bad. I've taken some photos with the, with the back camera. There's a picture of my little dog, Logan, there. Zaggy. But, uh, that's uh, the, the essential. 
Ascend G6. It's got a quad-core processor, so it's no slouch in the uh, under the hood. Android uh, Jelly Bean 4.3, not quite KitKat just yet. It's got all the connectivity, Bluetooth, your Wi-Fi as well. 2,000 milliamp battery, and, and this easily cruises through the day and into the next. Uh, the Ascend G6, it's priced at $329. Check it out at techguide.com.au. And mate, wrap it up with something special from Elgato. Elgato. Now, uh, this is a company that's made a lot of uh, various computer peripherals and accessories. The latest one is the Thunderbolt Dock. Uh, This allows laptop users who bring their laptop home and uh, usually connect a hard drive, a monitor, external keyboard, speaker system. What it does, it allows that to happen through the dock just by connecting one cable. And it it adds the Thunderbolt connections, USB 3.0, HDMI. There's an Ethernet cable to connect your internet as well. So when when you come home or when you leave, it's one Thunderbolt cable that has to be disconnected from your laptop and then plugged in again when you're back. So for anyone who uses their laptop on the move and then brings it back and connects it to all their other devices, the Elgato Thunderbolt dock allows you to connect just one cable to be connected to everything else you use. It can also be used as a charger. There's a utility app that you can download to help you do that as well. Uh, it's available from Apple stores. It comes with the Thunderbolt cable for three fifty nine ninety five. Yes, and it's also available without the cable. You save thirty bucks three twenty nine ninety five. Again, check it out techguide.com.au. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This has been Two Blokes Talking Tech, live from the QT in Sydney on Market Street, a beautiful little boutique hotel. Very Thanks nice. to Samsung for uh, for the accommodation, but not breakfast. Um, <laughs> Samsung, <laughs> Samsung Galaxy Tab S, uh, available on July 14. Check it out at techguide.com.au. Also, thank you, mate. Thank you, Trev. Great to be with you, but I'm going back to my own room now. Please, get out of here. <laughs>